Right, it's the podcast. Fabulous Adam Richard Outrageous Scott Brennan. That's me. Toby Sullivan. Welcome to the functioning alcoholic <laughs> carnival. <laughs> sure, that is the book. Mummy's thirsty. <laughs> you, could, you barely could get that phrase out. I think you should rethink functioning. <laughs> yeah. Functional. Functional alcoholic. Functional alcoholic. Functional Um, now, before we talk about anything in particular, can I tell you, I actually don't remember last night. Did I see either of you? <laughs> I was in another city, so, so it's unlikely. <laughs> yes. I can't rule it out. It happened before. But it, it is, in fairness, unlikely. Yes. Right. You don't, don't you remember you sent me that text? I, I said, I'm on my way to circuit. Where are you? And, you? and you sent me a text saying... I'm standing in line at circuit. I can't believe I'm queuing. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> but then that guy, remember that guy that was trying to, this bizarre dude came oh. outside and was wrenching my arm out of my socket going, you shouldn't be queuing. You're a celebrity. I went, do not elevate me above my station. Yes. I'm in the line so I don't look like a fucking asshole. Yes. And you're waving your hands going, there's an asshole here. <laughs> Everyone look asshole. <laughs> And look, you know, if they pull you out of the queue, then they've got to pull Carrie Bickmore out oh, of the queue. No. They've yep. got to pull Lavinia out of the queue. Exactly. exactly. They're actual celebrities. They've got to pull, you know, that guy who's on that thing out of the no. queue. But then, I, the, like, I went to the front and the guy, the security guard, yeah, you can go straight now. So I've got some friends. Yeah, yeah, bring them. So I went and grabbed that. Not because... I've been on TV, but because I basically single-handedly keep that fucking bar open, okay? <laughs> I'm the one mortgaging the fucking house to get another Jager bomb. All right. Can I tell you that at, at five o'clock in the morning, I bumped into my sister in the hallway at home. Oh, and she right. goes, and I, apparently I said to her, do you want anything from the shops? And she goes, where are you going? And I was like, just out. And uh, this is the only thing I remember was getting to the kebab van at the end of our Street <laughs> where they had clothes. Are you still right. living in Bel Air? Yeah, <laughs> Bel Air by way of Depreston. Um, and the, the woman was all like, No, we closed. <laughs> and the man goes, No, no, he's regular. I make for him. <laughs> I'm a regular at the kebab van. Just our excessive yeah. consumption makes us special customers. I, th- I find that so embarrassing when you're at a bar or something and you go up to the bar. Before you have a chance to order, the bartender just goes, He's just, Chardonnay? Yeah. Mm. Yep. You don't know that. You don't, you don't know, know me. I might, I might yes. have a green tea, actually. <laughs> yeah. With some Chardonnay chaser. Uh, Chardonnay with a shot of tequila. That's with a yeah. shot of tequila. <laughs> you don't know it's going to be Chardonnay. Yeah. It's, it's worse, though, when you walk into a sauna and they're fucking... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, hello, Scott. Yes, your favourite locker by the pool. Right, <laughs> Do you, you ever go. get to the sauna and they say, Scott, there's no one here you haven't fucked. You might as well turn around. <laughs> <laughs> they know that wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> Do you sometimes go for repeat viewing? Oh, yeah. I make it a rule to go to two, two or three times and then maybe, you know. You have a second opinion. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. What if it's a false positive initially? Yeah. Well, well I, like, I like to have the opportunity to give them chlamydia back. Do you know what it's like? It's like when you, um, you have a glass of milk and you go, mm, I think that's off. Yeah, it's definitely off. <laughs> wow, that is really off. <laughs> this mit- Oh, oh, this milk is toxic. Fuck. I just love the way you likened me having sex with guys at saunas with drinking sour milk. (laughs) I've I've read the reports on the toilet wall. Fair enough. I'm I'm on Yelp. I've read the reviews. I think I would rather have sour milk. (laughs) 
okay. <laughs> like a really lumpy glass. Oh. <laughs> slightly green-tinged milk. Speaking of lumpy glasses, uh, <laughs> perhaps right we should here. just get on with yeah, the fucking podcast. <laughs> Santa Maria. No All right, it's now time to talk to uh, someone we've had on the show before mm-hmm. uh, who uh, used to work at the DNA. The DNA magazine. The, uh, underwear catalogue dressed up as a gay lifestyle yes. magazine. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Nick Cook. How are you, darling? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Great. Now, I've got to tell the boys, uh, you did an interview with me for Outland, yes, my television program, which is now finished on ABC, but can be bought from ABC stores for only $19.95. Oh, (laughs) that's tremendous value. That is good value. Uh, And at the end of the interview, you made an an announcement that I found shocking. It floored me, and uh, I want you to tell the boys exactly what you told me. What was so shocking? Did he buy the DVD? <laughs> no, he admitted it was an underwear catalogue he worked for. Oh, right. <laughs> I did not. I never did that. No, I didn't <laughs> Gay Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I've worked there for two years, as you well know, written mm-hmm. many stories on you guys as well as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, it's time for me to come out of the closet. I'm straight. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. What, uh, 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 too what do you many mean? Questions. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm a straight man. I, I uh, yeah. We actually today we just confirmed our uh, wedding date, which will be November 30 this year. Oh my God! You're marrying an actual woman. An, an actual, actual woman. woman. Holy shit! Because so, because not Deborah we... Lee Finesse, like a real woman. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> He's not marrying his mum. No. Um, this is this is a strange turn of events because the is. last time we saw you. You you were identifying very much as a gay man. Yes, I was very much so. And um, didn't you and in- identify I- into Scott's mouth? <laughs> uh, wow. Let's not, uh, let's not go into detail. Uh, <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that man. <laughs> no, but the cigar was delicious. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> so obviously something's changed. Something's changed. So what what caused the uh, the epiphany? Well, it wasn't an epiphany. It was just a gradual thing. Um, I mean, it's kind of you know, as you all know, I shag quite a few blokes, and yeah. I did identify as gay. I was a gay man, mm-hmm. but um, it just didn't fit. It's it's kind of very it's very very hard to explain. It's very difficult. Um, and I guess at this point I can't call myself fully straight. I must be at least bisexual. Yeah. But um, I'm still in love with my girl, and it's the same girl I left when I came out as gay. Wow. And I'm still well, in love with her and very well, much attracted we, to her. Can we go back then to when you came out as gay and what that process was but, like? Because and, cause we know what it's like to come out as gay. And yeah. We know those feelings and sort of unease or mm. finding an identity. And, I mean, I, I guess it's like that a bit. Well, what pushed me into coming out was... Um, I was in this relationship with her, we had been mm. for a couple of years, and we, we were very deeply, I was very deeply in love with her, we were deep in love with each other. But there was just this thing of like, yes, but if I'm really in love with her, if I'm really straight, I shouldn't be thinking about guys the way I do. These thoughts shouldn't come into my head. Mm. And it just sort of got to the point where it was like, well, I either marry her or come out as gay. And I thought, well, what if I get to about 40 and think I've made the wrong choice? So I did come out as gay and how did, yeah, for how about, did she take for about that? two years. Oh, well, obviously, it was devastating to her. It was mm. very 
but she was also awesome. Me and her stayed best friends. Um, she came with me to Oxford Street the first time I went, and we got into a fight with a drug dealer. And, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. so, just well, like when Harry met Sally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> but then the other thing was, obviously, you know, that I spent about two years as gay, and I was like, no, well, this isn't making me happy either. Um, I, was, I was actually much happier before. Yeah, right. And, you know, and obviously that was, it was actually a lot more difficult going back. When I came out as gay, and this is probably why I agree to talk to you guys, when I came out as gay, no trouble. Everybody yeah. knows what gay is now. It's not scary to anybody. That's fine. Yeah. But when I became, when I sort of announced I was straight again or started telling people that, it I, was very much different. I, I can oh, only yeah. imagine the hysteria. Oh, especially working <laughs> at the underwear catalogue, which is so well, powerfully but, gay. <laughs> But I, I, well, actually, and that, wasn't, that wasn't much of a problem. I remember having the conversation with Andrew. Yeah. Um, you guys know the editor. The editor. Yes. And we were, I was actually in the car driving him home. And I said, oh, how would you feel if I was uh, bisexual? And he's like, I couldn't care what you are. You're doing a good job. And he's like, so you wouldn't mind if I start sleeping with women, with women again? And he said, well, no, I don't care. But that's very unfair to your, you know, your former girlfriend. And I'm like, well, it's actually her, of course. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless and, him. And you I, I imagine you probably got the most grief from other gays, Yeah, is my yes. guess. Um, yes, but the gays got over it. Like, my gay friends were a bit, oh, you know, what is it, just a choice? Are you making this up? Are you, you're making us all look bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not following party policy here. Exactly. We work on commission. We can't afford to lose another one. <laughs> and it was kind of like that until they sort of, you know, a week or so in, they got, they got the hang of it, and they were like, well... They were so keen on being open-minded. Everybody has to accept that gay, you know, that, that being gay isn't a choice. And I'm like, well, yes, but neither is being straight or well, whatever yes. I'm going to call myself from yeah. now on. So you so haven't... I, lost quite a few, I lost quite a few straight friends, too. I lost a couple of good straight friends. When really? When you came out of straight. It, yeah, and I think it got to... I think when... If you're gay or straight, it's like, that's fine. We know what that is. Yeah. We can put you in that box and there you are. Suddenly, me coming back to straight puts everybody's sexuality up in the air, I Mm-mm. think, was their problem. Right. So do you think they feel threatened that, that, if, that if Nick has switched back and forth, maybe I might as well? Yeah. But I, I, look, I really I love your honesty, and it, it feels to me more not so much that you've chosen, uh, well, not chosen, but that it's a sexuality issue. It sounds more like a love issue. Like you are, yeah. It sounds more like you've chosen a person. You've, you've you are in love, person, in love yeah. with this girl, and that is more powerful than the lure of cock, which is a heady lure. <laughs> Yes, it's a considerable pull. <laughs> and of course, that's largely the case. So I'd hate anybody to think that, you know, I'm a gay man, but I love her so much, I'll ignore that part of me. Yeah. It's, it's more complicated than that. It's yeah. just, no, no, no. What, why, why would you do no this? If, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't be in a loving relationship with someone while, you know, with cock on the mind all the time. So <laughs> how, was, how, did, how do you even raise this? Hi, we used to go out. Two years ago, yeah. I came out as gay and... Uh, not really working out. It's not really working um, out. So, do you want to catch up for coffee? Yeah, how did you well, go we, about kind of... Maybe go and... Ca- <laughs> I like Brokeback Mountains on on Thursday at the cinema. <laughs> do you, what, do you... Well, we were best friends the whole way through and it's just gradually just... It's, like, it's actually like we never really broke up. We just stopped sleeping with each other for a while. You just had a little... So you were like the Amish. You know, they're Amish. Like, um, they, <laughs> the, the, the berserkier. They go away for a year and then come back and, and, and you know, live in the, in the outside world. So you've done... You've, you've lived in the world of cock, as it were. <laughs> I like that, actually, yeah. Uh, and, you, you've, you know, you've learnt from that and you've gone back to where you started, pretty much. 
But and different. I'm very pleased to have done it, you know, as opposed to have carrying those doubts all the way through my life and, you know. Well, yeah. if know. only more people had that kind of attitude, I, know. I reckon. Do you, I think we'd all be happier. Do you think that, um, that your initial decision might have, like, to come out to live gay for a while, do you think that came out of, like, like a, a limited, like, do you feel limited by these kind of binary definitions of sexuality? Do you think if, if like, if you'd been wiser or more aware, there'd been more discussion about, like, a the more gray fl- area. fluid bisexuality, mm-hmm. that it could have been easier, it would have come to a quicker understanding of, of where, you, where you sat? Well, see, I grew up in the country where gay wasn't really an option. I think right. if, I, if I was living in a more tolerant... I mean, if I was going to high school now, for instance, I think it would have been more a case of... It would have been more... It would have been okay for me to experiment with those things when I was younger and yeah, to right. get a better idea of who I am and what I want and where I'm going. And it wouldn't have become this awful, you know, repressed thing of like, oh, shit, you know, I've got to make this great decision. Yeah, right, I right. I would have been more armed with the tools of, you know, well, what do I want out of this life? It's, it's, it's like that thing that, you know, like Mediterranean kids grow up drinking wine when they're eight, and so they yeah. have quite a sensible approach to drinking, yes. as opposed to a kid from Dubbo that drinks a flagon of tequila on his 18th <laughs> birthday. Yeah, <laughs> downhill from there, yes. So, so listen, you... That's a very good point. So, like, uh, now, like, you're leaving... In terms of gay culture, like you're leaving obviously men behind in, in that sense, but mm. what, what are you taking with you? Like, oh, like, well, like t- two years as a fag, what are you? What's, yeah, what, what are the lessons what learned? What are you keeping? Mm. Well, a big, part of me, a big part of me going back to straight was I was never very good at gay. I never got stylish. I never. I, uh, <laughs> that's not really part of you've, it. You've that's met us, us, Nick. <laughs> you've met I us. I don't like Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> Neither does Scott. No. No. <laughs> But, um, no, well, I take a lot with me, a hell of a lot. Um, and, you know, also, all my gay friends, like even, like on Mardi Gras, you know, mm. we, we went till about lunchtime the next day and spent the whole night dancing shirtless with them, the sneaky sound system and, <laughs> you know, doing all the things you do at Mardi Gras. Well, not all the things, actually. I, I skipped one of them, but... <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't put an E up your bum, but you, right, yeah. You uh, yeah, because I mean, like, gay is a sexuality, but it's also, I think, a very definable culture. Yeah, and, yes. and and it is a culture that does revolve around sex. Yeah. So I think it's an interesting it, yes. proposition to still um, engage with that culture without fucking people. It very much is. I'm lucky in the friends I've got. I've got really good friends. There's one or two of them who are the kind of the stereotype. If we go out, I've got to find a route. But <laughs> yeah. Um, the others I've got, there's four or five really good gay friends who, like at Mardi Gras, we spent all night together, you know, and nobody picked up. We all wound up the next day going home and just sort of hanging on the lounges and coming down and recovering. And so it, that makes it a lot easier in that way. But no, I'm not, like, obviously I'm not threatened by the whole gay sex thing or, I don't know, it's very, it's very hard to explain. It's very hard to, I can't really give you a proper explanation of, of where I am or how I got here. I guess mm. the main point I've got to give is that it's absolutely not as simple as you're gay or straight. Yeah. Well, clearly, yeah. clearly. Yes. But do you think also part of it is there seems to be, whether you're gay or straight, there is this massive uh, stigma attached to being bisexual? Yes. It's like, yeah. It, like bisexuality is judged really harshly as kind of equaling uh, really rampant kind of... Uh, yeah, or you're, you just can't make promiscu- up your mind. Yeah, you can't make up your mind. You're really promiscuous. You're, like, there's no... You can't just say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm bisexual. Like, it's But, but it's I, th- I, think, I think that's a side effect because, like, th- there is kind of a culture... Even though we're all 2000s and broad-minded, there is a yeah. slight culture war between gay and straight going on. Yes. And I think people object when people won't 
join an army. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, but even Absolutely. even the term bisexual is kind of limiting in a way. Yeah. Well, I don't like the term bisexual. I'd hate to call myself that. Yeah. Because that implies... it just carries the awful implication that I'm up for anything, mm. anything mm. and but obviously I've, you know, as you say, had too much cock to call myself straight. That sounds like a Dolly Parton song. I've had too much cock to call myself straight. Are you going to miss cock? <laughs> like I've, I've, not, I've got, he's, he's I've got, got one. Um, <laughs> so oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah. I do. I do have my own to uh, you know reminisce with. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you just sitting there gently cradling your cock with memories. <laughs> Little tear in the eye. Oh. No, I haven't missed it at all. I, um, as I get older, I imagine I'll probably start losing, you know, as I have kids and whatnot, I'll probably start getting some space between me and my gay friends. Mm-hmm. And I'll miss them a lot. Um, but right now things are fine. And no, I don't miss it. The sex to me was such a small part of it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like a craving for cock. I've got to go try and go have a go at this. It was more just <laughs> like a pregnant woman and Vegemite. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, oh, get me a cock. I need cock. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of a sense of I've I've been there and done that now almost. Yeah. You can tick that box. That I gave it a. I gave it a good go. But <laughs> it, wasn't where, like, it wasn't where happiness was for me. Right. <laughs> hey, can I ask you something? When you were with your fiance originally. Were you in the country then, or were you in the big city? No, we're in the country still, yeah. Do you, this is a, a potentially impertinent question, so tell me to shut the fuck up. Do you think that maybe, um, in your mind, you um, elided gayness with cosmopolitan sophistication, and it was more about... It was more about breaking out of yeah, the yeah, yeah. country town, or the, the, the need for bigger experiences, perhaps? Oh, no, no, I don't think that was any part of it at all. Um, yeah, right, okay. No, I don't see that. Just that part. It was more personal than that. It was more... Um, and, just, and see, if I, hadn't, if I hadn't been with her, it wouldn't have been the problem it was. I could have just snuck off and done that. But I wasn't mm. going to do that behind her back. Oh, the right, yeah, you had to I make a choice myself. because you were yeah. in a relationship. Mm. And, if, and having to make that choice, like I couldn't... If I weren't, if it wasn't that relationship that sort of precluded me from just going and casually checking it out and, you know, seeing what's going on and seeing if it's something I might be into, I didn't, because I didn't have that choice, it was like, well, I, I've got to get out of this and for the sake of both of us, as I thought at the time. And so it was, you know, I'm gay and then went off to become the gayest man I possibly could, yeah. as you guys recall from my Melbourne trip. Oh, yes. we well, we were worried that, that Scott's sloppy box has, is what sent you over the edge again. Oh, <laughs> that would not be the first time. No, <laughs> you're but, right. but thank you're you for right. sitting, you know, setting our fears aside. You know, I'd, like, like... I'd, I'd like the record to show, though, that in all seriousness, I hope Scott's being telling the truth, but the fact was, he was so off his face from Booth and Emil from that habit show we went to, where, where Adam Richard got stood in the corner by a I thought I was going to make the comedy theatre balcony yeah. collapse. There was. As Toby fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Still the greatest night of my life. It yeah. was awesome. <laughs> you know I what? Know I, that they, uh, I, would, I wouldn't talk that up as one of the great uh, love affairs. No, no. There wasn't a huge amount. There was a lot of fumbling. There was a lot of, a lot of half falling asleep, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was that kind I'm of experience. I'm looking up with a cock in my mouth again. <laughs> I'm vaguely envious. I envy um, your uh, tremendous clarity and, um, and confidence, really, to make those kind of choices, Nick. I think it's amazing. Mm. Yeah.
Well, I guess I've only got that clarity now because mm. I spent obviously spent so many years without it. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I am at that point now where I've got a good idea of what I want, where I'm going. But, my God, clearly I spent a lot of years without it. <laughs> yeah, but, but such courageous decisions, you know, like yeah. having, having done all that. Like, it's like walking to Perth and then going, ah, oh, this is a shithole, and then walking back. You know? <laughs> like, like, that's bold. That takes a lot of effort, and it's really risky. And, and I just think, like, imagine, imagine sampling a whole culture like that before yes. you buy yeah, you know, like oh fucking hell! I wish I'd, I wish I'd had like like a pea plate gaze. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yes. You would just work it so much better when you finally get there, you know. And I think we are there now. I think young guys now, um, certainly the teenagers coming through, I think they get that. It doesn't have yeah. the stigma attached to it. Yeah, that it absolutely. Did. And I think we're certainly going to find a lot less of these, you know, 40 and 50-year-old men. The kids are grown up and suddenly like, you know what, I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll have that a problem in the future. Uh, and it except- might have been what I was heading towards. And I don't think we'll have that because now the kids are... All right. I think maybe it'll happen in Bob Catter's electorate, but nowhere else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, so when's the big day? Uh, November 30. We actually just confirmed Aww. it today. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Congratulations. You, you are going to have the most bitching wedding reception in world oh. history. Oh Can you God. imagine? Oh, It'll be yes. like Mardi Gras again. Yes. <laughs> are you having the reception at Ark? You should totally have the reception at Ark. Oh, make, it, make it an underwear party. Have an underwear wedding reception. It's a much better idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. I will take that to my better half and see how what response it gets. Yeah. <laughs> and see how she feels about the exchanging of vows at Bodyline Sauna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you, when you exchange rings, maybe they're not metal. Oh, oh this was going oh, so well. You ruined oh, Christmas. It's always going to go one too far. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nick. That yeah, was thanks, Nick. Uh, an awesome story. And I'm, 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 I feel enlightened. I know. Yeah. Oh, and you know what the the moral of the story is? What? Love wins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now, now you do have sex in the vagina, don't you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's probably more detail than anybody needs. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Awesome. It was amazing. Amazing. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. It's not a musical. All right, it's time for Wes's word. Uh, Wes's word. Wes's word. Wes's word. Now, Wes, are you going to do like last week, um, like this massive kind of preamble run up while you think of a word, or are you just going to drop it on us? (laughs) (laughs) Burlesque. 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 Disgust. Burlesque said the better. Well, you did do a show once, Wes, called Extravaganza Beyond Burlesque. That's right. What that is was in 2000, and that was Beyond Burlesque. What is Beyond Burlesque except for just, you know, gratuitous vagina? <laughs> beyond Burlesque just means um, burlesque is over. Uh, stop trying to do it. Right. Oh, and that was in 2000. That was in 2000. <laughs> you know, there, there is a lot of shitty burlesque out there. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of... Um, just horsing around. 
yep. parading as as burlesque. Quality burlesque is still entertaining, but there's right. hardly any of it to be found. Ooh, is it just is it just ladies, or is like the body well, MC still part of it? Because that used to be part of. Burlesque was like a, a rude yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't get that anymore. No, you don't. You, you, you just get. Do you know what it is? It's fucking circus people trying to frock up their jugglers. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, that's what it is. Doing it in their fucking undies. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> oh my god! Doing been, it in their fucking undies. I've been I've been hanging out at the Adelaide Fringe the last couple of weeks, and I've had it just about as much circus as I can have. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. There's one more dickhead with a tattoo on their oh, anus, oh my god. dangling. Yeah. From a roof on a bit of ribbon. Oh, well, we did, well, I was there doing shows in Adelaide, and and we had to do a little spot on the the main stage. In, yeah, and they gave us time. They said, "Turn up at quarter past five. You're on at five thirty. And we turned up at quarter past five, and they said, "Oh, you're actually on at five forty-five. We just tell people that because we're so sick of the fucking carnies turning up twenty minutes late <laughs> that we tell everyone to get here twenty minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> fucking carnies. Yeah." <laughs> Awful, I, awful people. I did see some rather spectacular boylesque, burlesque, mm. um, the other night at the Spiegel tent, mm. yes. which was basically a man mm. in a jockstrap. Sorry, oh. Wes. <laughs> <laughs> to give you <laughs> Wes's word, reflux. Um, <laughs> in a jockstrap, uh, just kind of, you know, running around a rope. Above right. the crowd, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 just doing yeah. some acrobatic some dangly things. Yeah, some gymnastic I don't know. See, he was that, just but, showing but, me his date constantly. It was right. awesome. But that, that's not burlesque. That's just that's just nude circus. That's nude right. circus. <laughs> burlesque is I'm such an old queen. Burlesque is like a very specific <laughs> mode that's like yeah. a, yes. a mix of politics and striptease and Titulation. you know what I mean? It's it's actually not very it's not very circusy at all. You no, know? it's kind of sexy cabaret. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And people, and now it's it's been traffic yeah, such that yeah. if, you know, like if if we did this podcast in our undies, it would be podcast burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it just means not wearing a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now. It's like most things, you know. There's a lot of shitty comedy. There's a lot of shitty yeah. cinema. There's a lot of shitty music. Like it's it, it's not peculiar to burlesque. But yeah, I always I always thought burlesque was more than just tits out. And it seems uh, yeah. when, when I hear you gotta burlesque, get a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wanna get a hair. <laughs> Where's it just gonna be doing gypsy while we uh, talk over the top of again, it? <laughs> again? Uh, but like when you know when when you go and see something burlesque nowadays, it's pretty much. Uh, no, I don't find it that different to the you know like spearmint rhino or uh, you know a gentleman's yeah. strip yeah. club. Just, uh, I'm wearing a 50s bra instead of this Yeah, and sometimes bikini. they sing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's not nearly as good as the film burlesque starring oh! Cher and Christina oh, Aguilera. <laughs> I haven't seen the last of me. Do you guys remember when we were in the flat in, in Adelaide and it was just before the Oscars, so there'd been all this... Um, James Franco had been rehearsing, oh, yes. Yes, 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 doing yes. that song from Burlesque for the Oscars, <laughs> and so I had to play it on air the next day, <laughs> radio, which meant I had to go and buy the real one to play as a comparison. Oh, God. And then I just became obsessed and kept playing it in the flat in Adelaide <laughs> to the point where Wes and Scott were like, will you stop with that awful song? <laughs> now I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been brought down 
love to my New York. What I loved, what I loved about uh, that movie was the casting of Christina Aguilera as an innocent ingenue. It's like casting like Sam Newman as Oliver Twist. Such a terrible idea. It's like casting Pol Pot as Little Orphan Annie. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing was so was so like I can just imagine Cher reading the script and just going, "Well, that's a little piece of shit." (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, hang on. On page thirty-two, Cher and Elvis share a voice. (laughs) Page thirty-two, I get to bash the shit out of some asshole. I'll do it. (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant stuff. It's got a spectacular cast. Stanley Tucci's in it. Stanley Tucci. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I watched Burlesque with my friend Jeff. and, um, and Who also loves a shit film. Who also loves a shit film. And Jeff, since as we were putting it, I hadn't really, you know, got across it that much. And as we're putting it into the play, Jeff just goes, there's always some stupid role in this that's played by someone like, you know, like Stanley Tucci. <laughs> And then lo and behold, uh, the Tucci effects. Uh, <laughs> he should be in everything at least once. He should be. He should be. He's like the affordable Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, Wes, you have opened quite a can of burlesque worms. Mm. <laughs> With your little word there. The affordable Dustin Hoffman. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're the affordable Trevor Ashley. Thank you very Thank much. You, Wes. Wes. Ow, burn. Oh, Wes, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that we said goodbye. Mean. Good. Because my dinner's come. Oh. <laughs> I've been on the phone for like 25 minutes. Oh, okay. You've said nine words. <laughs> go and have how your palm up. All right, Wesley. Go Thanks, on Wes. Eat. Okay. Bless you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Although I did not lift my guy, Michael. It's world up. Talk poofy to me. Why are you here? Why are you still listening? (laughs) Why are you here? (laughs) Stop talking. Kind of nerdy. It's nerdy gay. Yeah. Like they're all nerds. Tuck, you should go. <laughs> <laughs> and open no, a Reiki butchers. Yes. yes. It's all, um, yeah, it's was fun, but it's all, it's very, it's a whole other kind of, I don't know. It's people who wear jeans. Do, do, like, do, do they have pretty, a, events? Do they have gigs and stuff? Yeah, so they have, you know, they have the carnival day. I didn't go to any of the events. Yeah, right. Mine. Yeah. Um, pretty, yeah, they have the carnival day and. Tina did a gig at the Palais. Oh, nice. Ah, yeah. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, and she was a celebrity. Like, it was like <laughs> I'd never seen a drag queen sing before. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are you used to in? Oh, we're just, uh, we're all really hungover. Mm. Um, and so we've just been trying to talk into the microphones, and I just end up grunting and talking really lowly like this. I was in, I was in Brisbane yesterday for Big Gay Day. Oh, what? was that yesterday? That was yesterday. And I didn't what does that even mean? Well, the Wickham has a big day, and they charge like 30, It's really grunty. They charge 35 bucks to just be the Wickham, but during the day. Right. And like RuPaul was doing a show and stuff. I didn't go because it was $35. Mm. But um, afterwards, I was walking back from the powerhouse to um, have dinner in the valley <coughs> down um, Brunswick Street, and there was just this stream of Queensland poofters in like zhuzhed up fluoro beachwear. Oh, God. And their little sort of, you know, skeletal. Blondie girlfriends, <laughs> you know, marching up, and one of them sh- shrieks at me, Happy Gay Day! Oh, God. And I've, and I've never experienced oh. like a positive sentiment <laughs> expressed with such naked aggression. <laughs> she was saying Happy Gay Day, but, but it felt like she was saying, Fuck you. I'm going to tell you, fucking harder! <laughs> oh. Well, thanks for being with us, Wes. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> I wish I had seen the look on your face, Toby. (laughs) You know what he would have had? You know that smile that Toby sometimes gets where it looks like rigor mortis is sitting? (laughs) It's like a weird rictus. It's like, yeah, I might be dead now. (laughs) Happy gay day! (laughs) Oh, my God. And he goes a bit red. You go a bit red when you scream like that. You haven't eaten since 1994 when you were born. (laughs) Well, she was cranky. She had low blood sugar. No wonder. Oh, my God. You fucking hyperactive fag hags. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's been a rough day working the queues at Wet n Wild. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do our segment that we do with Wes? Yes, yes. Shall we? Yeah. Well, can I just say the words and then hang up and you just record them? You have totally checked out of this segment altogether, haven't you? I tried to think of words and went, oh, my God, this is so dull. Talk poofy to me.